the good news from Gainesville, Georgia podcast. Luke 24, verse 27. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he, Jesus the risen Christ, interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Let's read that together. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he, Jesus the risen Christ, interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Amen. Tell your neighbor, Christ is the victor. Be seated. Christ is the victor. Amen. Amen. This is perhaps a set of well-known verse. I know there's certain certain traditions. There's an organization called the Road to Emmaus. It's a spiritual retreat. People go into that and really uh, meditate on the Holy Spirit's work and sharing about salvation in their lives and how they apply that. But then again, this is another tough one because it's the week after Easter. Guess what? Some people take the week after Easter off. Wow, this is some more story. This is Jesus, like I said, His victory lap. He is the risen King. He is not, again, like that knuckleheaded Talladega Knights who mocks Christ, talks about the baby Jesus. This is the resurrected Jesus. That's judging sin, doubt, death, hell, and the grave. And He's victorious over it. And He's letting people know He is one without a shadow of a doubt. He let Him know because He's the King reigning in His full resurrection body and they can't handle it. He's on the road. We heard the story. He goes up to two people. They don't see him. They don't. They see him. They don't see him. See him. One of them listed as a disciple, not one of the twelve apostles. One of the disciples. You know, why would they not recognize him? Well, one it says he didn't want them to. Didn't allow it. The other, he's in a resurrection body. Here's the other thing. We don't expect the scene of our dead friends walking around here today, do we? He's walking, and they're talking. Guess what they're talking about? They're crushed. You think you've been hurt? You think you've had a bad family situation? Somebody leave you in a marriage? Kids? Somebody? Their whole lives were crushed. This is the one that was going to change it all, and he's dead. The war is over. We're on the wrong side. What are you talking about? He, I think gleefully, he's the resurrected Christ. He's here. What do you think happened? He's going to tell them what happened. He goes through and reveals this. You look at our note page, Jesus is having what race car drivers call the victory lap. He's resurrected. He's gone. He's won the war. It's over. We're going, won the war, but you know, we're still fighting the war. Well, you might still be fighting it. He won it. He's a champion over time. He died, resurrected, paid for our sins on the cross, told the disciples to wait in the upper room, sent the Holy Spirit. But the disciples' eyes were in opposition to their faith. 
This is the way it's got to be. You know, here's one thing I've learned. Don't tell God this is the way things have to be. This is the way they are. He's the one that tells us how things are. The disciples' eyes were in opposition to their faith. The disciples' minds and spirit knew what their mind could not ha- handle. Later on, they, they take them a while. They say, wait, there's no way this is Jesus. It's not in consideration. Whoa. What? And then he disappears. Their disciples' mind and spirit knew what their mind could not handle. They couldn't handle it. Who could handle it? Throughout time, Jesus Christ was reaching out for you. He reached out to them and vanished. Again, as the Scripture said, the very t- on that very day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking to each other about all these things that had happened. Again, this is the evening of the resurrection, and the news had not spread. Verse 15, while they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him, and he said to them, What is this conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk? I want to hear what these guys have to say. And they stood still looking. Then one of them named Cleopas answered, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? Pretty much he insulted Jesus without knowing he insulted Jesus. We all watch all our words, especially me. I think it would be translated in today. Are you dense? What? What? The head of our movement just got lynched, murdered, and his tomb is empty. And these women said something about the tomb being empty. And then the apostles said just earlier in the previous part of uh, the book of Luke, They didn't really put much stock in what these women had to say. Idle tales. And Jesus said to them, What things? Now I'll hear what you have to say. You know, you get to speak with Jesus in your prayers. We don't monitor your prayers. You get to speak to Jesus. What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, the man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. So they had a high opinion of what they thought was Jesus. And how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. One of the saddest verses ever. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, is now that the third day since these things happened. And we don't know. Do they, they're understanding? Are they finally getting it? Jesus talked about this the whole time. You know, Jesus said, it's going to happen. Said it to the prophet. It's going to happen. Told him it's going to happen. It happened. Now they're still saying, what happened? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I had my own thing going. I was too busy telling Jesus what he's supposed to do to hear what Jesus was telling us. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us 
They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but him they did not find. And then he said to them, again, this isn't little baby Jesus. He was waking them up. Oh, foolish ones. How about that? That comes out right from Jesus. Oh, foolish ones. And slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Now, who is he talking to? Jewish people that have taught, read the Scriptures their whole lives. It was coming. It said every one of the prophets, it's coming. It's, he's coming. He has a mighty work to do to redeem Israel and the whole world. And you missed it. O oh, foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into His glory? He'd even shared it with the apostles and disciples earlier. Remember in the upper room? Where they had communion? The first Lord's Supper? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, He interpreted to them all the Scriptures of things concerning Himself. You know what he's telling you and me? How long have you been going to church? I just don't know much about the Bible. Why? You got ears. Well, you know these guys are a lot smarter. You talking about the fishermen? The day laborers that started Christianity? <clears throat> You heard, he's just telling it like it is. You heard, now it's happened. You heard, now it's happened. He began with Moses and all the prophets. Don't let anybody tell you that the New Testament is superior to the Old Testament. It's easier to understand to me because I'm a modern day guy that's gone to church and all this. The Old Testament, all 66 books. I remember one church tradition they had with you joined. We join, you have to pledge fidelity to that all 66 books contain salvation. All 66 books. You had it. You've been going for years. Here's the lesson. The lessons happened. You had the directions. Now you're seeing the result. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly saying, Stay with us for it is toward evening and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Gee, I wonder what that's going on there. Some people still don't get it. Some people still don't get it. I don't even take that Lord's Supper. Why? He's commanding you. The king has invited you and you won't eat. That's intimate. Meals are big with him. When he was at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. Then they said to him, Did not our hearts burn within us as we talked while he talked to us on the road when he opened us to us the Scriptures? He opened them. This is what's happening. This is what they're telling about. 
Jesus Himself. That rose the same hour and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what happened on the road and how He was known to them in the what? Breaking of the bread. We have people with needs and hurts that refuse to come to the table. I want to explain some things about our church because I hope you feel like you're part of the church. We don't have check-off list and these are the official deacons or deaconesses and servants. That's what we've got here. People come. We do what we think. Well, nothing is clear what the Bible does. The Bible does. When we started this, we talked about well, should we have a big thing, you know, give out bicycles for the kids, register, have an Xbox and all this? Then our, my uh, guy Bruce, that's uh, my advisor, said, you know, that's like, are you a businessman or are you a holy man? What are you going to do every week? Sorry, we don't have any Xboxes for you. Today. But we have eternal life. Forgiveness of sin. Fellowship. Discipleship. Discipleship. I say this with love, but determination. We're on the right course. And being loving and gracious, but not a pushover. Jesus said, My house is the house of what? Prayer. You're going to pray every witness. You're going to pray every witness. The Lord's Supper said, Do this as often as you meet. Wow, I have tapped into all that the Lord has for me at the table. But again, recorded over time that people have been made well and whole emotionally or maybe spiritually and physically at the table, at the meal. The Word of God. We know how it is. It's easy to go to those simpler things we understand, the whole counsel of God. We want this. This for you. This family. This fellowship. And I've I've even had people criticize. Well you don't have testimony during your church service. We give up the half of our time to testimony. What do you think discover groups are about?
Why? Why would we want to do that? Prayer is important. We don't disrespect the Lord, the host. This table is important. We don't disrespect the host. The Word of God to change lives that's happened. We know good and well we've had people, people change. Hallelujah. Since then, people coming in here that like nothing better than to disturb, get up, walk out. I know we had, you know, there's times here people are going to get up and go, I understand. But I'm going to just, it's amazing how it happens to be during when the gospel is being presented, when a holy moment is happening, and somebody comes in to start a ruckus. You're too important. More importantly, the work of God is too important. He can't too big a cross. He's on the victory lap. He's doing it. His work's done. Now our work is we're blessed to share that work, to share that good news. And the people that don't have that, have not received, they're not going to understand. Guess what? Invite them. Or even it's to be late. life. It's life in the spirit. It's super important. Time we share each other's what we need, our daily bread. As a matter of fact, Thomas came up with a great thing today. So thing that we're going to deal with some people's issues today that need that need something that we can accommodate. Because we're a body of believers, right thing under control, hearing from the Holy Spirit. We're going to conclude this. This may be your day of salvation. This might be the time. We'd love to come down here and pray with you. you understand what receiving Christ is all about. It might be a time of baptism. It might be a time of prayer of great need, mental or physical, spiritual health. Please come forward as the Lord leads you. Y'all come forward to make this concluding song, and then we'll. Uh, Take a break. Holy prayer after they get up here, then we will uh, take that break and get back for discover groups. Let's pray. Father God, you're the victor over death, hell, and the grave. You came, you saw our filthy sins. You came to redeem your people that didn't want to be your people. Lord, you've given us grace, love, cleansing. Lord, you've given us the good news. Help us to receive that. Lord, help us to get our minds on you and to walk in your ways as you prepare us to do so. Thank you for this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.